back to the Bronx for a game five. The Yankees are alive. Garrett Cole does what we hoped that he would do. Um, and after a really good outing in game one, was even better, considering what was at stake, was even better in game four. Garrett Cole goes seven innings, gives up six hits, two earned runs, one walk, eight strikeouts. And it was, look, you know Cole's going to get that homer. And like I always say, you hope it's a solo shot. And it was. And then one other run, which we'll talk about, which was really not much of his fault. It was really more so the walk that began the inning, uh, which was the one walk that Cole gave up. That one came back to bite him um, in that inning, if memory serves me correct. I believe it was. It was the third inning, right? Yeah, third inning. And Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader does it again. It's his third homer. In four games. Uh, his first three homers as a Yankee. So Harrison Bader for Jordan Montgomery um, was a, was one of the last deals that went down uh, on the trade deadline. And I was, I would say, more optimistic about that deal than most. Just knowing. And look, Montgomery might have served a pretty key role as things kind of turned out. However, Bader... That was the thing. Montgomery's pitching well for the Cardinals. And when it was all said and done, Montgomery came out of the pen for St. Louis in their best of three wildcard series. Harrison Bader, um, where would we be without him? Um, just, you know, plays a good center field. There was a an error, actually, that he made tonight um, that didn't come back to, to bite them. But he did make an error, to be fair. Um, but, wow. So, like, that's, that's the, I mean, Cole is the story. But Bader is is really definitely worth mentioning um, just as a very key contributor. And Clay Holmes pitches the eighth and Wandy Peralta pitches the ninth. So that formula worked. I have to say, I was very surprised to see Cole taken out. I know he was at 110 pitches, but I really thought that Cole would still be in there. I don't think Cole will be available tomorrow. I mean, anything's possible in a winner-take-all game, but... I was surprised, but it works out. Um, and, and Clay Holmes, there was a walk to Stephen Kwan, but Holmes like does the job um, more so than I would have thought. So give credit to Clay. And then the night that he won, Peralta is just so damn solid, uh, so efficient. He only threw, um, he only threw seven pitches, um, but but Wani has just been so good. And you wonder about his availability tomorrow. So Wandy. If he does pitch tomorrow, it would be four straight days. Now, keep in mind that Nestor is available out of the pen. It would be Nestor on two days rest, but it's almost as if I'm wondering, like, does Nestor take Wandy's role, which isn't, like, just easily done. Now, now Nestor does have bullpen experience, but, like, Wandy has the mindset to close. I mean, like, really, uh, he just, you can tell. There's, he's confident. He doesn't think. He's just pitching. He's ready to go. Uh, like, Wandy has the temperament to close uh, and to get big timeouts. So, it worked. Uh, the Yankee offense, I would say, was underwhelming. They got to Cal Quantrill, uh, similarly to as what happened in Game 1. So, the Game 1 formula, I mean, things happened, I guess, in a different order. But it worked. Cole versus Quantrill, the Yankees won that both times. Um, now... What was a really big lineup change, really big, when you consider the scope of the whole season, Connor Falefa out. 
Oswaldo Cabrera at short. Like, they finally made the move that we knew needed to be made. Now, there's another conversation to be had about Oswald Peraza. He should he should have been on this ALDS roster. I really hope and pray that he's on the ALCS roster. I have my doubts, but maybe. Maybe. But Cabrera moves to short and did well in the few chances that he had at short. Looked really smooth. Looked, I mean, he is an infielder. And so what you do there is you, you shore up the defense there. And now, and now by not having Cabrera in left, you, in theory, shore up the left field defense. Now, coming in, which makes me less excited, was Aaron Hicks. And, there, you know, the play where Cleveland scored, the RBI single by Ramirez, I mean, Hicks just really isn't even moving out there. Just, um, lazy's not the right word, but almost lollygagging. And it's what we've seen from Hicks. Like, you're out there. Like, you're on thin ice, and you're going to kind of go about it like that. So there's a clear difference in hustle level. The Cleveland Guardians, they will take advantage of every mistake that you make, and they are fast. They're they're really, um, they're a pesky team. And the Yankees, like, like, these are two polar opposite teams, the way they go about things. They are. But the Yankees do find a way. Um, and boy, was it a big win. And, you know, for tomorrow... You're going to see Jamison Town versus Aaron Savale, which is interesting. Um, it, there's a lot of pressure on Tyone, who, you know, struggled a bit in game two. Uh, it was a little bit unlucky, but the, but Naylor really did sock one against him as well. We'll talk about Josh Naylor. Oh, I don't like him. Um, but Jamison Tyone um, really, uh, there's, there's a lot on the line there. He's pitched in big game. He has pitched in big games for the Yankees and done well. I think back to... Last year, last regular season game against the Rays, where he didn't go deep, um, but he pitched well. He he, he might have went three plus at most four, but three plus. And then there was a game this year that I also recall where he pitched against the Rays um, at home, where the Yankees were really like swerving at this point. Like it was getting bad. I think it really hit, it hit a low. Where the night before, Aaron Hicks really struggled defensively. And the next day, Tyone, who who is given a nice cushion, the Yankees got after, you know, they got it, um, a lot of runs off Corey Kluber in the first, but Tyone did a good job. And so Tyone, I don't know, uh, am I confident? Not necessarily, but with Savali, Cleveland has to be feeling similarly. Now, Savali really finished out the season strong. He got off to a really bad start, but this is a good pitcher. He pitched really well last year. Um, home road, home road splits this year. Savali was not quite as good on the road, but I looked at, at like previous years and sometimes he was better on the road. So I don't think we can take much out of that. Savali pitched twice against the Yankees this year. He really got beat up, um, at Yankee stadium in April and then pitched a little bit better, uh, in Cleveland later on. And if I remember correctly, Rizzo and Stanton homered might've been, might've even been back to back. But they homered off Savale. Uh, and with Tyone, he had one outing against Cleveland at home uh, in April. And five innings, one run. Which, honestly, you'd sign up for that if that happens tomorrow. I don't think Tyone or Savale go deep. I mean, Cleveland is locked and loaded bullpen-wise. They have, they'll have everyone that's good available. For the Yankees, it's a little bit dicier. Like I said, Wandy's situation is uncertain. Um, Clay home situation, maybe uncertain, right? I, I think, I think both can be available, but we don't really know. Um, and so, you know, do you go to Herman at some point? Like, do you somehow go from Tyone straight to, let's say, uh, you know, Loisaga or Trevino? 
a lot. Like, there's, we'll find out. I mean, Tyone should be pretty good to go. I mean, he, like I said, he pitched um, on Friday, but didn't throw that many pitches. And, and just, you know, let just to be sure, let's see how many pitches he threw in that game. I don't think it was a crazy amount. Um, Tyone threw 18 pitches. Nothing crazy for someone who really hadn't pitched in quite a while. Um, you know, since that tech, that last Texas series. So, you know, he should be like work worldwide good, but I think there will be a quick, a quick hook on him as well. It's a, you know, it's really, it, it's for him. It's a matter of effectiveness. If he's effective, he'll keep on going. But I think I cannot envision Tyone going more than five innings. I just can't see it. I think at max, he's going five. It would be amazing if it was more than that, but this is going to be tough. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'll be there. I'm excited um, that it'll be at Yankee Stadium. I, I do think that that does help the Yankees. But the key for me is the offense needs to step up for Savala tomorrow. Like, it has to happen. And there's been some players that have done well, some that have, that, that you know, you, you want a little bit more from, right? I mean, and even within that, there were some good things tonight uh, for players that needed to do better. But I looked to a few of the key cogs, and they got to do some stuff. Like we and we know who it is, you know, like the bigger names, and I think they can. Uh, whereas for Cleveland, a lot of their best players have already done pretty well, um, better than the Yankees' top guys. So we'll see. But getting into this game, Garrett Cole. Wow, uh, really an amazing performance. And what helped was the Yankees had the lead from the jump, right away. Glaber Torres with a leadoff single. He actually still second on a strikeout by Judge. So Judge swings at ball four. And I have to think that Judge, because Glaber was running, kind of felt like he needed to protect him and went out of the strike zone. But Anthony Rizzo, a rare RBI single for the Yankees. And it's Rizzo making it one nothing. However, unfortunately, really bad base running as he was kind of caught straight. I don't know. Rizzo as a base runner is way too aggressive sometimes. It's really hurt him. And so he was uh, caught stealing. It was odd. And so, you know, but but then Cole, you know, pitches to scores first. Uh, there was a base runner there, but it was a soft contact that worked for Cleveland, Quan. But it's one nothing. And then the second, they continue on. Josh Donaldson singles. And then with one out, Harrison Bader does it again. His numbers off of Cal Quantrill are just nuts. Um, and so Bader makes it 3 nothing Yankees. Just amazing what he has done. He has been arguably the biggest offensive contributor of the series for the Yankees. Makes it 3-0. Uh, Cole with a pretty efficient second. Gets a double play there uh, as well. Uh, and then in the third um, is when Cleveland gets on the board. And a leadoff walk to Austin Hedges is just unacceptable for Garrett Cole. You can't have that. That's going to bite. It's just it's so bad that, it, that it's going to come back to bite. It does. Uh, there's a two-out single by Rosario. And then... Um, the Guardians score. It's a little bloop by Jose Ramirez on an 0-2 pitch. It wasn't a bad pitch by Cole, but this is what we've seen. A dunker in the left by Ramirez. Donaldson does all he can to get there, but it, but it drops in. But here's the key difference. Ramirez makes a base running mistake, so Hicks throws it in to Glaber, who throws to Rizzo, and they get Ramirez out, which reminds me of what happened the night before. Now, we never saw video footage of it, but it sounds like Miles Straw on the play where Cabrera didn't, you know, um, didn't get there. Conifleff ends up with the ball, and he threw it into third. Apparently, Straw, like, if, if what happened there, hap like, is what happened here, Straw might have been out just like that. But Conifleff, just, I don't know, he he just didn't do the right thing. So they, that was key, especially because of what happens in the fourth. 
Josh Naylor hits a leadoff homer in that inning. Now, that could have been through a homer if that inning continues. It's only a solo shot, makes it 3-2, and Naylor was just so obnoxious. Now, and I and I said, Oswaldo Cabrera, I like the celebrating. I do. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, like, you, you, you want to have fun, but it just gets, it, it's a little ridiculous at some point. Naylor was saying, like, like about Cole, I, I guess he does this maybe, I don't know how often Naylor does this. He's always been a guy that's very emotional. And he says, like, oh, like, that's my little fucking son. And, like, kind of pretending like he's got, like, a baby. Like, and it, it, it was weird. Very strange. Um, I remember that Naylor was kind of very frustrating in the 2020 uh, wildcard series. And at that point, Naylor wasn't really as established as he is now. He's become a very good player, Josh Naylor. But at that point, he wasn't, and I'm almost certain he, like, really killed the Yankees in 2020. And he was very demonstrative. And and so the Cleveland fans, fans are pumped. It's 3-2 at this point. But then, then Cole really, you know, locks it in. There was a pretty big double play by Glaber in the fifth where I, I wish I could have seen. But it's, it's typical Glaber, a little bit more hustle there. Um, he was kind of just looking at the ball the whole time. But, it's you know, he hit it hard. But it's a Glaber double play. Um, and then in the sixth, Eli Morgan comes on for Quantrill. The Yankees get a very key insurance run. Uh, Judge with an infield single, which was key. And then, and then Rizzo, you know, sometimes you need some luck. And Rizzo is able to dunk in right. It was barely fair. Opposite field, left field, Rizzo doubles. And so now it's second and third with no out. And then Stanton crushes one, a sack fly. When he first hit it, I thought maybe this has a chance to go out. It's a sack fly. It makes it four to two. Um, unfortunately, the Yankees wouldn't score again that inning as Donaldson and Cabrera strike out, but that was a very key run to make it 4-2. Gives Cole a little breathing room. He goes 1-2-3 in the 6th after a 1-2-3 in the 5th. Cody Morris comes on, and it was. And th this is where it was frustrating. The Yankees really didn't do anything against Cody Morris or Zach Plesak. The offense shut down. Cole in the 7th. There is a one-out single by Jimenez, and he goes to second on an error by Bader. He didn't field it cleanly, and, and when you give the Guardians a little bit of, of room, they're going to take advantage of that. And so Jimenez hustling out of the box. He's able to get in there to second. Then Arias strikes out looking. And then Will Brennan, who had come through the game before on a pitch hit single, strikes out. Cole ends his night in a strikeout. Really ends out strong. Uh, and Garrett Cole, again, like deserves praise for the fact that he was public enemy number one after the Red Sox game last year. But now, and look, like, hopefully there is more postseason stuff to be said about Garrett Cole. And it will get tougher. If he, if he remains in there. But what he did in this Cleveland series was just tremendous. Um, and so kudos to Cole. So 4-2, we head to the 8th. You know, uh, Yankees don't do anything there. And then Clay Holmes comes on, which I was surprised about. I like just in, I thought Cole would start the 8th. He didn't. And then uh, there was a one-out walk to Quan, but And he got lucky, too. Rosario strikes out looking on a ball. It was a 1-2 pitch. Maybe he eventually gets him out anyway. But Rosario strikes out looking. That was a lucky situation. And then he strikes out Jose Ramirez, who looked kind of silly. Uh, so Clay Holmes, like, gets it done. Um, and now we go to the ninth. Pleasek goes one, two, three. And Wandy comes on. And he is just money. I, I know that, you know, last night, a little bit unlucky there. Um, but I think if you keep him in there, I think the Yankees win that game and potentially have, would have already wrapped up the series. But Wandy goes one, two, three and finishes it off with a Jimenez strikeout. And so the Yankees win 4-2. And, and as I described before, setting the scene for Savale versus Tyome. Uh, will be very interesting to see what you get from these two pitchers. And the bullpens will be very, very active. And sometimes it doesn't go well for the Yankees, those bullpen games. I mean, it has at times. But more so from an offensive perspective, we could 
potentially piece things together pitching wise. But I think offensively we have struggled in these situations. So uh, I'm very excited though. Very happy. The Yankees saved off elimination. And so now uh, it comes down to a game Yankee stadium, which is all you could ask for. Cleveland will be ready. Like this team will not go down easily. Cleveland can win this thing. Um, This is going to be a fight to the finish. I expect a very close game. Can't make mistakes. And hopefully the Yankees can, you know, hit some homers at at the, you know, at Yankee Stadium. Uh, We've seen that the Yankees have been able to do that, specifically Bader, the series, home and away. But I'm looking for the judges, the Stantons, the main guys. Like, that's tomorrow. That's who I'm looking at. Like, to, to really come through in the big spot. Because look, like, we've been waiting for Yankees Astros and while I have my doubts about how that might go, it's gotta happen. It just it it's got to. Uh it's it would be a shame for it to fall short of that. So but Cleveland will do everything they can to to prevent that. But again, Garrett Cole gets the job done, keeps the Yankees alive, and so here it is. Uh do or die, winner take all. ALDS Game 5 between the Cleveland Guardians and New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium tomorrow.